Blog Talk Radio. And I just don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. Understand? I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am. As I am. And my G still pumping. Hold on the coach. You know that my dojo coach your game over, soldier. I'm cooling. Be on the sofa. Unless, of course, you are not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, August 2nd, 2017. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And, uh,. Surely joining me in the hey nanosecond, not even a second. Our good pal from up the block, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's going on? Up, oh, sorry, eight four five. Didn't mean the Bogart. Uh, where's Cam? Ah, oh, there you go. I'm gonna press one now. Uh, Cam, what's happening? What is going on, man? Not too much. Uh, how are things? Things are well. Things are well. Good to hear. Uh, we certainly have uh, have some topics. We've got a poll with some, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of response, response, respondents, and votes and conversation. We'll get to that in a bit. And uh, some really uh, awesome happenings on uh, on WWE TV. So let's uh, give out all the pertinence before we get get to going. Uh, if you want to call into the show and talk directly to Cameron and myself, you got to hit us on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. If you, uh, if you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the show, anytime during the week. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. See nothing in the old spam box. That's got to be a euphemism somewhere or something. Yeah, I gave it to her right in the old spam box. Uh, meat and oil flying everywhere. Um, yeah. So East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com is the way to get at us on the email. Um, <clears throat> got uh, got a non VIP from Kansas City. So uh, get your emails in. Again, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com and Twitter. That's another way to get at us. You can find us you can find the show at East Coast Cast, Twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. And um, again that's where all the poll conversation goes on and random conversation that goes on during the week. See, yeah, no, that's no way to run a poll. Um, so yeah, 
at East Coast Cash. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. You can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. And uh Yeah, and the last bastion of Get Added, you can find us on uh, Facebook, Facebook fan page. Facebook dot com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast. Got a, an article, meme or something to share. Uh post it there. Interact with the folks. Um yeah. Facebook.com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast or just yeah, search East Coast Cast or PW Torch and you'll find us. Yeah, I don't think we had any likes this week. Um so yeah, so go like the page. And share it on your timeline and do that whole deal. Uh Cam, what what do we have poll wise and headlines? So I guess the move was the thirty first. The thirty first is Monday, right? And I think it kinda we talked about it a bit last week, but I think, you know, coming off of a weekend where we actually got together, me and you, we watched the uh Jones Cormier fight and there have been rumblings about uh you know, Lesnar maybe leaving after SummerSlam and him and Jones kind of, you know, not throwing shots back and forth, but putting feelers out there about, you know, a dream fight between those two. You know, Monday night rolls around, and all of a sudden, you know, if Brock loses, he's leaving WWE. So that coupled with, you know, the announcement that we have this big uh, SmackDown main event for the number one contendership, um, which could put, since then, Nakamura in position to be, you know, WWE champion. Um, now, the poll is pretty simple, and I really wanted to get a feel for kind of who votes in these things and also where people's minds are. You know, if they'd rather see uh, a dream fight between John Jones and Brock Lesnar, or if they'd rather see, you know, the dream match at WrestleMania with uh, Nakamura and AJ Styles. And, you know, because our poll is a wrestling poll, um, Really, two to one. Sixty-six um, percent of voters with uh, four hundred and forty-five votes in said uh, Styles versus Nakamura and Mania is what they want to see. Thirty-four percent said uh, Lesnar Jones. Yeah, the most statistically, you know, down. To, I mean, sixty-six. You know, two-thirds of the audience want to mm-hmm. see Styles Nakamura, and you have to imagine, you know, of that. That whole that two thirds, two thirds of, of that audience it? has already saw it, or saw it a yeah. rest of their Wrestle Kingdom match, and wanted exactly. to see it again. Yeah. And I've seen it, you know, and, that, and that was a part of the good. argument for people that, <clears throat> or one of the arguments for people that picked Lesnar and uh, and and Jones. Yeah. Like, well, it was, I think Rick was one of the first people to be like, yeah, like this has already happened, so why would I? Vote for this, um, and it happens. Rich, you know, probably in fairness, like the, and, and it's not uh, one's a New Japan, one's a WWE thing. It's these guys are years younger and faster and probably physically stronger things, and are allowed to do more. Like that, you, you probably got the better match already. Probably, you know, not to take anything away from those guys, just the way the way sport and athleticism works. The way like, things the better work. match probably yeah. happens. Yeah. So. It's, it's, it's interesting. And platform. I mean, you know. I mean, you can't, yeah, WrestleMania is amazing and a place to have, like, great four- and five-star matches if you can, but mm-hmm. yep. still. 
And I think they could have a five star match, or what? Or what? I don't want to say, but whatever the the overwhelming agreement, star wise, just to make it simple, of AJ Nakamura from two years ago, I'm sure you could get that same score wise, and it'd be a different kind of match. It would have to be, you know, in a lot of ways. So um, it could still be a great match and all that, but just just different, and that's absolutely okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I voted for Styles Nakamura, so and I saw it already, yeah. or I saw yeah, it. I, I voted. I voted Jones Lesnar um, because mm-hmm. it's a thing about um, you know sport and performance. In that, like I, I really the idea is we don't know what we see out of Lesnar and Jones, and it could be great and it could be terrible, but I'm typically, if, if the quality of participant is high enough, I'm going to lead with the thing that's less predictable. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, you, you can't... What's predictable like, about imagine, AJ versus Shinsuke? The, the fact that they planned out what's going to happen beforehand. Um, but, no, like, when I say predictable, I mean, like, like I genuinely don't know like, AJ's going to go for a phenomenal forearm. Nakamura's going to hit uh, oh, a okay. sure. You know what I mean? Like, not not the quality of it as far as being uh, oh, yeah, predictable. No, no. I mean, the, the nature of what the fuck we are, what, we, what, what exactly. it is that we're watching in front of us. Yeah, no, I get yeah. Exactly. Totally. So, yeah. So, like I said, if participants being of the highest quality, I'm typically going to air with, the, the sport over the performance. And these yeah. are participants of the highest quality. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you can't go wrong wanting to see either one. I mean, but probably, look, we were probably on the verge of getting both of them in the next, uh, you know, seven, eight months. So, more power to us. Right. Yeah, if you get one at the end. Yeah, if you get the the UFC match in, in December or January, and then you get Nakamura AJ in April, that, that's freaking amazing. But beyond wanting to see Styles Nakamura, it's just I care more about the wrestling. Like, whatever. Okay. You know, but this is is where I... What was the the 30... uh, What was WrestleMania main event in... uh, Oh, we were there in Dallas. You know, it was Roman Reigns, Triple H. The year before, it's Lesnar... well, there was Lesnar Reigns, right? And then Seth does a cash. Yeah. Um, year before we were there that was uh it was Daniel Bryan. So I mean as good as like excluding the Daniel Bryan stuff, like as good as those matches were, it's been a while since before they even been coming up, we can kind of salivate over this prospect of having this super high quality match. You know what I mean? Like Seth Rollins is good to great and Roman Reigns is really good. And Brock Lesnar is really good, but I mean it's, it's different when you have guys of this caliber um, as, as what you're kind of waiting on. Oh, well, you know? so, the Lesnar Reigns match was that was a really good match, was, and then really Seth good. came in yeah. and you know kind of totally stole yeah. the shine with just because I mean he cashed in. That's a big deal, but the match itself that they were having was yeah, it was really good. good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But what I mean is like. We haven't been. I can't remember the last time we were this far ahead of what was coming, and also aware of 
the, the, the quality of match the guys can have. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that's already been proposed, and it's just like, oh, man, I can't, can't wait to see what that's going to be like. It's just, just kind of a different feel. But yeah, um, look, we will probably get it all, so we probably won't have to choose between the two. Wouldn't it be great if, <laughs> for some reason, they put those on the same weekend? Oh, WWE has so many free subscriptions. I mean, I mean, I guess it's Saturday and Sunday, so it's not like you gotta literally watch <laughs> one over the other. Uh, break that bridge. The hall, um. I guess I, mean, NXT, I guess NXT gets takes the hit, and it's probably one of the most watched Sunday afternoon things, you know, like the next day, Saturday or Sunday, you know, before WrestleMania, people are going to want to watch that NXT that they missed because they were watching <laughs> Lesnar Jones the night before. So it, it, everybody could prosper. It would just be a lot for everyone in a week, you know, a lot for covering stuff, a lot for trying to keep it, keep up with, with everything. Oh, it's a busy one, all right. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, New Orleans, Vegas, presumably, I don't know. Yep. So. All right, so... So, yeah, so uh, is that kind of the headline? I mean, that really was the poll, but do you have a separate Well, I mean, there's, I think the Brock stuff is a big deal. I think – um specific you want to hone in on as, like, a big um, – I, I think, um, in, in fairness, like, we're talking about perspective quality of matches. I think we'd have to go with SmackDown's uh, event last night. Uh, John Cena, you know, losing clean to Shinsuke Nakamura for the number one contendership. You got – Almost dying in in the process, in parentheses. Yeah, man. And this, it's that thing where, like, I don't, you know, like to, I don't typically look out for certain stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, they probably really hurt. Right on the back of his neck. Like, not even the back of his neck. You get get those. the, The curvature between your neck and head. Like, on your lower skull. Ugh. Lady yeah, and apparently, apparently Cena like like Shinsuke was like super like apologetic, real apologetic, yeah. Whatever, like you didn't do anything. You did what you're supposed to do, and Cena rightfully was like, no, 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 it's you got nothing to be. He didn't say no. It was my my bad. It was my fault. Yeah. He just was like, no, you don't have nothing. He just kind of it was implied. Yeah. Like, well, Shinsuke got it, got it. ain't got nothing to apologize for it, and. I guess you were wrong, which he was. Like he tried to take the move like a like a German suplex instead of rotating all the way over like and man. taking the face bump. Yeah. Yep. By a face bump. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, let's just you know, it happened in a good part of the ring, and you know, he's built like a fucking tank and. You know, I don't think anybody has like neck muscles like Kurt Angle had. Like <laughs> they would always talk about yeah. when they would go in for surgery. Like son of a, look at you know doctors just in all of your neck beat. To do with this? Um, you know, but I think Cena like you know can, but he's got that history. Didn't he hurt his neck? You know, eight years oh, ago. Yeah. So with the back in the day. Yep. Yeah. 
So let's hope. Uh, and I wonder, it, it just, it, it, you know, ooh, makes you wonder, uh, is that a, pros, a, a, a a product of, you know, uh, two month, you know, a month on, four months off, a month on, yeah, six months off. Could it be? Could it really be? You're getting rusty out there, Cena. You know, maybe he's just not as, you know, like most guys. He's probably, you know, seeing because almost by uh, osmosis, like I see these guys. I'm with them. I'm, I see their matches. I know what they're going to do. It could be different with Shinsuke because he hasn't been around since uh, when did Shinsuke come? Shinsuke come up April? Was he? No, he was, yep. whatever. The last few months of Shinsuke, not even around, like watching him and seeing his matches, and like you know, he does that exploder and how you're supposed to bump, like just instinctual. Like I think if yep. <laughs> if, if you met Shinsuke today at the damn at the damn uh, uh, WWE. Uh, Production center, center, whatever performance center, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, man, I give you an explosion." You say, "You know, he's like, whether you say yes or no, hit me with the move." You would know instinctually, like I got to flip all the way the fuck over, because you yep. know that move. You've seen it a million times. You know it's coming. And I just think that, like, it's just a small thing, just not being around and not, you know, uh, it not eat, sleep, drinking, you know, breathing wrestling, could be a reason that you know, seeing is in a. He might be in, you know, he's not mighty. He's got to be, like, super sore and, like, taking precautionary, uh, you know, MRIs and shit today. I'm a problem. New headline, John Cena's lazy. If he didn't. <laughs> if he didn't. John Cena, uh, lack of dedication. Yo, and then, I mean. Yeah, I bust on him for not being. I was like, well, nobody told Cena not to be uh, particularly athletic. <laughs> like he couldn't get over. I mean, I know he could. Just and he got his um like like shout out to him. Like he got his first major role. Um, and cast is one of the leads in the uh, Transformers spinoff Bumblebee. Like that's gonna. Make I mean, it's how not one of the leads. That's the, he's a fucking lead. His name's and the guy he's playing is the name of the movie. <laughs> oh, that's he's playing. Your movie. He's playing Bumblebee. That's the. Oh, I thought. Oh, oh, okay, maybe I, my bad. I've read Alien. Okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just going off. I've heard, I saw a thumbnail or a headline, ran with it in my in my imagination, like two days ago. I've seen, I've I've seen Cash as oh. a lead, and I've also seen Cash as lead, but, you know, don't want to overemphasize. Somebody will clear it up for us, I'm sure, but... I mean, that's that the that's, point, like him being Bumblebee, like, that kind of makes... I don't know. Where is his human? So Bumblebee's finally going to talk, and it's John Cena's voice. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. They got to go sure back and edit him into all the, uh, all the other movies. Somebody will clear that up uh, before Somebody's going to tell us Bumblebee's talked in, like, the last three movies. I'm going to say I don't give a fuck because Transformers uh, is a terrible franchise. Movie? There's one Transformers movie. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, the one from the 80s where Optimus, or Optimus Prime died. Oh, no, no, no. I, I ain't even that much of a hipster fucking doofus. I'm just saying. There's one Shia LaBeouf and hot girl with the toe hands making something. So so you decided <laughs> that the, the 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 late 2000s remake is the definitive Transformers movie. No, I said that's the that's the last one. 
or only, whatever, mm-hmm. definitive, whatever. I'm saying yeah. only. Besides the cartoon from the from the eighties, like you said. And the uh yep. the Katie Holmes one, right? Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Megan, yeah. Megan Kelly. But yeah, um that's a that's a boon, man. Like that's not, you know, getting cast like and even though he was good in it, that's not like the Amy Schumer movie. Or like that uh what's uh the, the Tina Fey movie. Like this is that's a big deal. That's that's he you you work hard all your life for this. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, this 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 is it. He can. <clears throat> I mean, of course, it depends on the success of of the Bumblebee movie and his role and reaction to it. But John Cena, you just assume he's going to do well. I mean, he has that. You know, like like Rock, he figured out like, okay, yeah, Gridiron Gang or whatever didn't do great. Doom kind of was stupid and whatever. Like they were still giant movies, and Hollywood not going to be like give up on. Like, come on, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. So. Um. And how? How? He's just up there, like in, in age, like as far as like rock got started, obviously, fifteen damn years ago. So, so. A little different when you're starting at 30 and 41 or whatever. Seems and, yeah. Not starting, but, you know, for your first major like, break. Well, big thing, yeah. Huh. Yeah, Bumblebee. That's, yeah. Mm, Transformers. All right. Let's see what we got on the line here. Uh, let's go to North Jersey and uh, bring on our good pal Kylan to start things off this evening. Uh, Kylan, uh, what's going on? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Sam doing this week? Doing good. You're doing all right. That's great. My first question for this week is in two parts, and it is on Baron Corbin. After Baron Corbin received the an attitude adjustment on top of the steel steps last night. Did that do anything to damage his potential heel heat? Part one okay. and part and part two will Baron Cordman gain his heel heat back by cashing in the money in the bank contract anytime soon. Right. Uh, I don't I don't agree with the prim you know, he got put through a damn announce table. He, that that happens. I don't think that takes anything away, heel heat wise, 
I mean, it was like a, a goop pop because, you know, he sucks. People, you know, are not, you know, he's fine, but, you know, people don't like him and he's an asshole. And they thought he was going to do it, you know, get Cena. At least that was my only part, like, oh, all that. And then he just gets picked up and put through it. So it was more like, kind of, I guess, sort of, maybe that's where Cotton's come from. It was a little kind of a bitch move. But, again, that just that happens. That's John Cena. The damn camera, you know, it wasn't for the main audience. It wasn't for the for the millions. It was, you know, for... And millions. Yeah, for a few hundred thousand that uh, that tuned in, maybe, to uh, 205 Live. And people that might get that kind of thing on a WWE, wherever they put it, like WWE kind of exclusive after, I don't know. I don't think I, I doubt it was strictly for the two hundred five live people. They'll cut that into two minutes and post it as a single, as a single thing. So, you know, like uh, big deal. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, too much to read into it one way or another. Um, but I do think like, it's shaping up interesting. Like, you know, the guy he just got done, you know, wrestling at a pay per view is all of a sudden a good spot. You know, the guy he also jumped at uh, at Money in the Bank because it was in theory his biggest threat. And now, like, he's going to get the opportunity to, uh, you know, catch him slipping or the other guy slipping at the end of a title match. That's probably going to be. I mean, it is. In um, in WWE storyline, this is going to be Jinder Mahal's hardest match. He's facing a guy who's lost two matches. Uh, one was Money in the Bank, and the other was a tag team match with AJ, where Kevin Owens beat AJ. So, you know, for all intents and purposes, so in wrestling terms, he hasn't lost. He's undefeated. He hasn't lost. Yeah, exactly. So, he's facing <laughs> like, a guy you, like you know, like, come on, like elbow, and I'm like, hey, Faye, dude, like he's undefeated. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. So he's facing a guy who has not, you know, been slowed down, hasn't been deterred. So it'll be gender's, you know, toughest match. Um, and it would just fit the money in the bank gimmick to uh, to spoil, you know, Shinsuke's likely crowd. You know, so. But okay, so my thought is the match like Shinsuke wins, unless they. Oh, you know what? I forget the damn Singh brothers. Because I'm thinking Shinsuke wins, and then, like, he shouldn't be, it should be five minutes of wrestling, and he shouldn't be all that tired. But even if it's five, eight minutes of wrestling, they're going to three-on-one beat his ass, like, afterwards. And then it's open for, you know, because I'm trying to find logical ways, like where why Baron Corbin cash in immediately after that, after Shinsuke winning doesn't uh, won't happen. Yeah, but yeah, fuck. I mean, so so yeah, but the first part, yeah, no, 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 he'll he being taken away. It's just for a limited audience and big deal. He got put through a table. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it could be, you know, they could be doing the old okey-doke, like when, like, hey, we're, we're about to cash in with this guy. Let's uh, let's have him do some high-profile jobs uh, that, for him at least, won't matter in a month or whenever they start planning out. 
And uh, yeah, and 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 that and that premise you just said you just set up, Cam, about uh, like the guy beat you, you tried, you screwed him at Money in the Bank, and he still managed to get in, get a title match uh, before you. All that, like, it's, yeah. Unfortunately, it just seems to be going. We signed, we signed, we signed Shinsuke to a million dollars a year in NXT just to get Baron Corbin over. With genius. <laughs> Baron Corbin and Jinder Mahal, mind you. Yep. You can't leave gender out of it. They'll, they'll build up. Because it's not going to be a five to eight minute match. You know, as much as it, as much as like it should be, like when you're like, wait, Jinder Mahal, Shinsuke Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura, Jinder Mahal, no, like that should just be a walkthrough. But it's going to be a 15 minute match, and he's going to yeah, and then they're still going to beat him down afterwards, the three of them. And then I think uh, we're absolutely in two. Yeah, I mean, if they really want to be fucking progressive fucking company and really push Shinsuke over, you do that scenario, and then you have Shinsuke come through, and you have Corbin lose in his official cash-in. Yep. And then be mad as hell for Oh, my God. That gives him so much reason to want to chase Shinsuke down for the next, you know, you know whatever, till the Royal Rumble. Till fucking WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, if you set up before that the thing you said three minutes ago about how you laid it out, you did a good job of laying that out <laughs> about Shinsuke kind of, you know, being that Baron Corbin's uh, turn every uh, every turn the last few months, and then continue that with him losing his money in the bank match to him and just doggedly going after him. Like, why the fuck not? I mean, you you, you get three months of Orton's gender Mahal, but, you know, I, I can deal with three months worth of of Corbin being the main contender. We need... Okay. Now, listen, like, I don't want this to happen because you don't, like, want to not see a guy, but just, just let this play out, right? So, Corbin... Cashes in money in the bank against Shinsuke at SummerSlam, right? Yeah. He he cashes it in, loses, right, and goes crazy and beats nice. Shinsuke down and puts him on the shelf, right? Corbin oh, shit. wins wins a vacated title at like Survivor Series. <laughs> what? Shinsuke Wait, when? Gets at, at Survivor, like Survivor Series. Series. Why that long? That can't have the title from SummerSlam. Okay, let me me keep going. So whatever the pay-per-view is, I don't know. Hell in a cell. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't know. So so Corbin ends up winning the title there uh, in like a fatal four-way, whatever they have, right? So then Shinsuke comes back, beats him at the Rumble. AJ wins the Rumble, and then he beats him again in Elimination Chamber. And then you got AJ Shinsuke. For the title of WrestleMania, and, and Shinsuke to beat Corbin again, and you're saying, no, he beat he beat at, Corbin at Royal Rumble to win the title back. But then, but the next month, I, I don't, I want to clear that up. Yeah, he does. He, beat, he beats him the next month too. 
So he, he wins the rematch. Corbin's out of there. And then you have your okay. AJ Simpson. And it clears the but way. But you don't yeah. want Simpson to miss time, so it kind of sucks. Like, you don't want that to happen. But, yeah. If you want, right, gonna, right. If you want to sell it like that, yeah, then you got to, yeah. you got to, he's got to be gone at least a month to make, make that, you know, that phantom, that fake 30-day, you know, that they don't use, but fans, it's still a thing. They they use it when it's convenient. They did it with uh, with Naomi. Um, yep. I mean, not convenient. It wasn't convenient that she <laughs> was really legit hurt. But, you know, when it's convenient, they used it for a storyline. They could have just said, we're, you know, whatever. They didn't have to invoke 30 days. Uh, so it's still there in the in the rec- in the wrestling in the pro wrestling, um, you know, cosmos. So how great is it, really quick? How great is it that her entrance is like actually really over at this point? I think that's the coolest thing. Oh, and it's I super great! Yeah, thank you. I thought it was too much. Like when they did it at first, because people didn't know what to expect. Like you got to get used to it. Her entrance is super over, and people are screaming and. I, I just think it's a cool oh, thing. Oh, oh, stuck I, with that. I, I, yeah. I thought it was. I thought the reaction from the first time it was like clearly it was a hit. Like, oh, people really liked it. It's, you're gonna have to tweak it to where it's just not that long, and you're gonna have to have a couple different mm-hmm. versions of it. Like, you want your full long pay per view one. You want like a TV one. <laughs> you know, let's let's you know. And then they let her keep going with the belt and the lights on the belt and all that stuff. So I think fans sense that yeah. that it's not it's not something that they're just going to take away. Like this glow thing, like is like a thing. It works. Yeah. And and the fact that it's catching on makes it like I the way I thought it had a chance to go bad was it was going to be too forced and too. Corporate, but it's really it's really not because it's her thing. Like it, like yeah. I think fans uh, sense that it's hers. It's not, you know, somebody coming up with an idea that they put on her, a gimmick that they strapped mm-hmm. onto her. So, let's see if Kylan has any uh, any follow up here. Uh, Kylan, any. Um. Uh, Anything else? My, yeah. And my second question is, is re- regarding Samoa Joe and and the, and the potential scenario for him or two. Uh, if Samoa Joe does not win the Fatal 4-Way match at SummerSlam, which one of these two scenarios is more likely to happen? Will Joe perhaps win the title at a bigger event such as the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania or to take the more extreme end of the spectrum, will Samoa Joe never have a Universal or WWE title run at all during his WWE career? Well, damn. Um, 
So it's he he got to win within the yeah. next few months or <laughs> never. You got a four month window. You got a five month window. Pressure. Um, damn. So if Joe doesn't win at SummerSlam, is it a better chance that he wins sometime sometime before the Rumble or by the Rumble or never? That's that's tough because that's just a you know obviously it could easily go you could, you could do neither and he wins it at next year at SummerSlam or something <laughs> you know and then you know divide both options but I think I actually think the first part has more chance to happen I think him winning at at you know at the Rumble to set up them to lose it at WrestleMania is, is is likely. Like like I think Vince would go, you know what? Joe's a big enough uh big enough heel and personality that we could build the raw main event around him. Around him somebody chasing him from the reins. Uh you know, if that's not gonna be Lesnar especially. If Lesnar's you know uh I doubt Lesnar would want, you know, if he's doing the I'm kind of fighting, I'm kind of still wrestling thing like he did when he wrestled Dean Ambrose in 2014, in uh, 2015, or no, last year in Dallas in uh, 2016. Uh, Nobody wants to see that. Like, nobody wants to see that, Lesnar, right? Like, won't take any chances, won't do anything, just going to have like the most completely boring, safe match at the expense of his opponent. They're going to do all kinds. They're going to yeah. bump and throw them around for sure. Um, so assuming Brock's off the table, I can see I can see uh, there being a good chance of, uh, of Joe being positioned that way. Is there an either or? Well, obviously it's an either or. But which one are you going with, Cam? Um, I'd say the first one too. Like I think um, if it doesn't happen now, it's happening. I think he's equated himself so well in the last uh, in the last couple of months. Um, just you know, you rocks off the table. That's one less main event heel that you have. Baby faces need heels to go up against. So Joe, by default, becomes heel number one if Brock's off the table. Um. So so yeah, I think you know if he doesn't get it here, it's way more likely that he wins it now than wins it never. Um, and even if he never wasn't on the table, if you changed it to the other wins it in a year or he wins it in three, I would still say a year, just because again he's equated himself so well. He's put him yeah he's positioned himself and done such a good job when called on. Big for big moments, big matches. He's delivered and then some like he's knocked these promos out of the park he's those pull away brawls uh he had with Lesnar were good that whole build up with Lesnar was phenomenal I mean people were praising that so he's not only I mean he doesn't need to ingratiate himself anymore with 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 fans especially fans like us but uh, but but Vince McMahon and, and management, uh, I think I think he did more than what AJ Styles did because AJ didn't AJ had a really good feud and match 
matches with Roman Reigns at a time where, you know, if you can make Roman Reigns look good, you, you, know, you know, Vince would you know, put you on, dog. Yeah. So, but this is is different or different more because it's again Roman Reigns in a similar situation. Like you know, making Roman Reigns look tremendous, and also he's got the personality and he's got the, the gravitas that you know. I, I doubt he saw or that he didn't let AJ have back when he was even feuding with the, uh, even when he was having matches with the, uh, with Roman Reigns. It was all about the matches and how he made Roman Reigns look in the ring. The feud itself, like the build-up and the rivalry, it was fine. But Lesnar and Roman and doing that kind of, yeah. That's, Vince is like, holy crap, like, (sighs) yeah. So so I I think he's done a, a tremendous job. And I said it, uh... I said it a few months ago, like on a round table. I was like, it's going to be up to Joe. Like, if they had a predetermined, like, this is what we're going to do at SummerSlam, this is, it's up to Joe to have such a good match and feud and build up and cut such good promos that he makes them at least think about changing uh, plans. These hard, these, you know, long term, for them at least, especially, you know, plans. Etched in stone almost. Make them change it, and and I think to some degree he's he's done that. I, I I don't think they saw him still being in, you know, near the the thing near the this close to the championship. Uh, people are speculating maybe he'll win it and all this stuff. Well, will he win it in the next four months or never? That kind of conversation, you know, a few months ago when they were contemplating the Joe Lesnar feud. So, all right, let's uh, move on. Thanks, Kylan, for the, the good questions. Well, Travis, as you go to the next caller, let me just say uh, mm-hmm. special special salute to three acts, um, that being the Usos on Tuesday night, just being gr- great <laughs> on promo and being bullies and being fucking dickheads. Just so good. And they're like... And, and, and pulling it off, like, they really, God, got you. Like, oh, you, you yeah. clever performers, you. Fucking, <laughs> you fucking twin. Um, those guys and uh, and Gable and Rusev, jeez. Gable and Rusev had an amazing match, and Gable yeah. continues to have these amazing matches, and he's fucking, how are you that strong? That's ridiculous. Like overhead belly to belly and Rusev, and of course Rusev has to have you know his athleticism on display to do that too. But just a great, great match. Um, to just yeah, SmackDown was really really good this week. Um, hate that Rusev has to now you got to deal with Randy Orton. So good luck. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, really as I said good. last night, I'd I'd rather see because uh, uh, the whole thing was like, who do I want to face? You know, who's going to challenge me at SummerSlam and. and comes out and that's the implication. Well, I'd rather see Rusev Gable too at SummerSlam. Yeah, Gable gets back up like, you know what? I can get you. Because they, they were good and Rusev is just a, a believable powerhouse and he's good on the mic and he's so good in the ring and 
Like, and like, yo, John Cena didn't beat me. John Cena put a flag on a stand. I was like, yes, I respect it. Yeah, he waved I his little flag exactly around. What he said. Yeah. yeah, John Cena waved his little flag around, but he didn't beat me. Nobody can beat Rusev. Real talk. But yeah, so, so those. Yeah, I, mean, I, I definitely rather see him. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, from the from the, I'm surprised that Rusev gave him so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he gave him a lot. I hear that. And and it could be, well, he knew he was going to win with the tap out. You know, he figured, you know, with the dominant finish. But he sold I, that I've angle the whole post-promo. The whole yeah. Orton, uh, time Orton was out there, he never stopped selling the ankle. I, I was just very impressed more with the fact that how it made Gable look, even though his part was, was over. Like, that... That's I've never seen a like belly to belly into a double underhook into another belly to belly. I've never seen it. Like it's amazing. Like it just that was just a really good two hour show. Gotta be and in like, the booth set now, right? Watching, like the three homie or whatever he's gonna call yeah. I was watching uh, Twin Peaks over the weekend and of course they did uh what did they call it? On uh Fashion Peaks. On SmackDown. Fashion Peaks. Fashion Peaks. Yeah, and it was just funny as shit, and the board was so funny. Like, just a good show. I even like your your boy Aiden English somehow getting away with one, and then uh, like them coming out to taunt Sandy. Like, just a good show. Just a good show all around. Yo, Kevin and we're so... The first hour was when when Aiden English, English came out. So nobody in the... Uh... At my job, watches wrestling, but they mm-hmm. tolerate. You know, they're fine with me watching the first hour of Raw and SmackDown Mondays and Tuesdays uh, on my phone, on my Sling TV. And and, and oh, he came out there and killed it. The song, like, and then when he, he was telling really the people, cool, to, that was good. When he was telling the people to, uh, when he was like double you, double you, before he hit the E, he's like. Shh, you know, and then he, 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 like, he's really going giddy over there for somebody singing their intro. <laughs> like, fam, yeah. you don't understand. And then uh, what happened in the match? He, he won the match, right? Like with a roll-up, yeah. Like with a leverage pin. And it was pretty. Yeah, he won the match, and he was fine. Yeah, and I was like, see, see, I told y'all. <laughs> Told y'all, but yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm just glad that he gets on TV because I'm like, he, it's just, he just, he's a guy, and I'm, I'm so confident, like he just needs the opportunity, and he'll, you know, like, like we were talking about with Joe, just make you think differently, like make you change your plans, like okay, this guy's a part of the plans going forward, like he's shown. So yeah, all right, let's. um Move things along. We've got somebody one 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 one. So we've got an international and or Skype call. If you hear the unmuted, uh, that's that's you. And start talking. So who's this? What up? Where are you from? Hey, it's Craig. From oh, what up, Craig? Yeah. What's the deal, How's man? How's it going? Oh, I Long like time how you here. Where the hell you been, Craig? 
<laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I've been working. I I, I, I work nights, as you know. Uh, yeah. But I listen. I, I'm You're really into phone. your. Uh, Uh, I missed you guys. I have the next, uh, this week and next week, Wednesday off, so I'm looking forward to hearing you guys. Uh, can I give you a second just to, uh, uh, Cam, plug the shirts? Because I didn't hear a plug yet. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll take that. Um, so yeah, you can get the, uh, East Coast Cast and South Congress merchandise at, uh, two different places now. Um, the majority of the designs you are going to see on uh, com, and you just search the term Seahawk. Um, we also have a store on redbubble.com now, and you can search Seahawk there as well. Um, the biggest difference, we have a few designs that are only available on the Redbubble store, and there's also different types of merchandise that you can get. My man, um, my man Teflon Geek, Javier David, actually uh, showed off his Black Superheroes HD phone case with a slightly different design. It looked really, really cool. Um, so, yeah, oh. we have a, a couple of stories you can get stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, Social media or anything. Yeah. Um, it was probably too early for you. I posted it. Um, I'll, put that, okay. I'll put that in the group now. But, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, com, and you can search Seahawk, and Redbubble.com and search Seahawk. So now we don't just have shirts and phone cases and hoodies and posters. Now we have clocks and uh, blankets. And, uh, you know, it's crazy. Like, uh, we have women's dresses. Like, I'm dead serious. So there's all kinds of stuff you can check out on the store. So, um, hey, you guys take a look at that. So we did the um, the Living Savage design dress. I got, like, a bunch of DMs, Trav. Like, women, like, you do women's merchandise now? Like, I'm going to get something. So, you know, things are going uh, pretty cool with that. Um, yeah, I got some ideas headed towards the, uh, Mania and New Orleans. Yeah, you got some ideas some stuff you need to put up there? Yeah, no, just uh, people to uh, to get to wear shit like on Bourbon Street and oh. that weekend. Yes. Um, hey, hey, Craig, did you see the um, the SummerSlam post today? No. No, I... I my, I'm surprised I haven't. You know, I've been on Twitter all I'll, day. I'll, and, I'm gonna tweet it to you. Yeah. I'm gonna tweet to you right now. As you as you ask us right. questions, I'm gonna tweet you. <laughs> oh, yeah. so can I ask? Can I can can I put a special request in for a three X onesie? A three X onesie. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know how that's gonna quite work out, but you can certainly request yeah. it. <laughs> I, I would, you know, I, I'm gonna rep represent you guys in uh at SummerSlam in New York. I'm really looking forward to it. I have I'm Travis's face with the title plastered all over my shirt. <laughs> nice. Um, and by the way, I ain't seen the uh. The 1980s Transformer. So thanks for spoiling that for me, Cam. Jerk. How did we spoil it? <laughs> Wait, what did he? How did he spoil it? Because <laughs> I said what happened in the movie. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't I, see, I, yeah, I'm not a fan of that movie just because of that whack ass song that they use. Like instead of using the dope ass 
song that they used every week or every day or whatever on the cartoon. They used that bullshit-ass hair metal version and, like, ruined my, like, eight-year-old life. Like, what are they doing? So so I just have bad, like, Transformers movie. Like, yeah, it was all right, but that bullshit-ass Transformers. I just can't. I just associate. It's just associative thing. You can find out when that movie dropped, man. This is hilarious. Uh, hey, well, I, I, I ain't watching it now. Damn, I mean, <laughs> I did. I did. Um, <laughs> let's see. Transformers. Uh, but no, go ahead with your question, man. Don't let, don't let me slow you down. Uh, yeah, I got I got a couple points. A uh, couple question points or whatever you call them. Um, the Cena, Cena with the neck, um, when he landed on his neck, it, like, I thought he legit got, like, I thought he was, the way, because the way the, the shot was, like, you saw everything. It was such a good yeah. angle on the camera. See, like, I, thought, for me, Craig, I thought he broke his fucking, yeah. See, sorry. for me, Craig, because you got to see everything, I knew he was fine. Like I, I reacted like everybody else, like oh, you know. But I knew, like, okay, he's 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 fine. He's alive. He's alive. Like you know, I wasn't thinking he's dead or any kind of like. Yes, isn't that that hurts very bad when your chin, you know, is forced into your damn collarbone. That is that is not fun. Um, I take a very high and tight German suplex that I think I felt for like three months after that. Like I don't, I don't think it was that high and tight, but. But it was, you know, um, but because the angle was so on and you got to see that his shoulders and everything sort of took some of it and the fact that it was in a good part of the ring, um, you know, you only die in that instance if there's no give. And there's tons of give because it's a, it's a wrestling ring. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't even know if that happened, like, on a wood floor, if he's necessarily, you know, he dies or anything, but... Um, yeah, next well, no, I was, I was next 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 are flexible, <laughs> especially that way. Like, you know, I, I don't know if it's, you know, we've seen that a lot. I mean, if you watch wrestling over the over the years, you've seen super high and tight, you know, German super. I mean, that Lesnar did really, he throw really a guy? Bad though, dude. No, I, I mean, it wasn't okay. I don't want to sound crass, but it wasn't that bad because he got up, continued the match, and then participated in post stuff and did the AA on the guy. And, you know, it could be stupid wrestler, macho, got to finish the match stuff, Triple H with the quad and Austin with the broken neck and all that. But it wasn't Austin with the broken neck. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, he's he's That was like fine. The, the, the but I understand like totally ago. like you're, you're, like I got when Lita fell out the ring and at that Raw main event in 03 or 04. And like fell Trish, backwards on yeah. the neck. I mean, that that, that's next that way. They don't, they're not meant to go. They're flexible as shit the way Cena bumped. And it looks horrible. Like, you know, you don't want to land like that. But they're made to go that way. You don't want to overdo it. But they're made to go that way. The Lita one, like, you're not getting made to go that far back. Back that way. That, that so was what, that's the one that, was one that I the, freaked out about. Dre was at was my crib. I, I ran away from the TV because I, I literally thought Lita was, I thought she's dead. She's dead or severely, like, 
neck broken, and I don't want to see this. So I ran away from the TV and was like, is she, Dre, is she, is she moving? <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, she's fine, you bitch-ass motherfucker. <laughs> you know, like, okay, I just super squeamish, you know, and there was, you know, but but the scene the one I instantly, like, nah, he's going to be all right. He's going to be in a but lot of pain. That was one of the right. one things that I wanted to ask you guys about, about, because seeing that, and I was wondering, like, what – what are some of the worst bumps you've ever seen and have has a bump in the middle of a match changed the way the match was supposed to go? Because literally, like, when I was watching that, because I didn't expect Shinsuke to win. I, I thought, you know, I, you thought they I, it? I don't really, I don't really. Shinsuke, you got to no, win no, now. What I'm saying. Well, no, I, I mean, you know, referees get stuff in their ears all the time, but. Yeah, yeah, like, no, I, I get what you're saying, yeah. Like, the, like, it's, I, I, it's hard. I had it all in my head. At, for, all right, I've been I'm drinking, sure. sorry. I've yeah. been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I was like, I was messed up because my heart dropped when I, when I saw him get the suplex on his neck. And then he and then Shinsuke won, and I didn't think Shinsuke was gonna win. I thought it was Cena and Jinder for the title, you know, one hundred percent. There was I, there was no nothing in my like in my mind that said uh, Shinsuke versus Jinder at SummerSlam. There that wasn't even on my radar. But and then he won last night, and so not only did my heart drop when he got the suplex. My jaw dropped when he got the win, so I was like, "What right. the hell just happened?" Like right. literally, my jaw dropped. Yeah, they pick it up off the yeah. So I was um, wondering, I was wondering if you guys yeah. saw a, another situation like that where a, a a match was changed in the middle of the match because of an injury. Well, well, we mentioned one, the Austin Owen one that was obviously not supposed to. Go down, you know. Owen was not supposed to talk shit to the crowd for five minutes while Austin re- regained his sense, sorta regained his senses. I mean, that was just—I thought some of the crassest, like, like y'all, everybody saw what happened. Like again, that way, like your neck is your neck is going to be fine going to the extreme one way and it's the way it happened to Cena. That's the only way your neck is going to re- relatively bounce back. Oh, we shake that off and 3 weeks later we're maybe feeling like a little effects from that, but you know, whew, we're fine. The other way? No. And compacted? No. Like that's just you, the fact that he laid out like that for so long and they did nothing. And just had Earl Hebner basically let like, Earl Hebner's in charge now, and then let him and and then and then the whole they want to talk about the click didn't do they killed the business with the with the curtain call. Austin winning that IC title the way he did killed the fucking business. I mean the fact that they had to, that they went to that and, and and allowed that to happen like on top of. Disregarding the guy's health, so uh, so the Austin one, uh, obviously the Sid leg prick. <laughs> he couldn't do the rest of his spot. Oh God! <laughs> what? So Explain what? that to me. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. 
Uh, so Sid jumped off the second rope and his leg snapped in the most gruesome, gross way on like one of the last. It was like you know the last year of WCW, like 2000 or some shit. Yeah, and he's got like and 800 the match shit in it now, huh? Well, Scott Steiner just had to be like, well, fuck it, I guess I'll pin him. Like, <laughs> so the the match mm-hmm. result changed because of that. The same um, thing. I'm, I'm just, well, the well I'm just saying mm-hmm. in the most literal. Uh, you know, he is now out of the equation, so whatever was supposed to happen then for out got changed in some way, whether it was the finish completely or whatever, but that's why I said he wasn't there to do his spots. Like, the match literally didn't go the the way they... So as far as the finish, I don't know. I guess Steiner was probably going to win anyway if he just... Or if that's... I don't even remember the finish. I just... I didn't watch WCW. I just see the damn clip on YouTube. (laughs) you that's know. that's what I was curious about. Like, if if a like a decision was changed, not not like the finish, like because I mean you can do a finish yeah, and the, the same guy who's supposed to win won. But I'm talking about no, like because wrestlers like are pretty pretty determined for good or for bad to finish the match. Like Triple H, you know, and his quad fifteen years ago. But they got the the, the referees got that thing in his ear that says. You know what the boss wants. He's like, you know, Cena broke his neck right there. He might have to take this fall. Like we wanted Cena, but it looked like he got. Look, I know you're screwed. hanging, like you're like clinging to that, but Shinsuke was going to win. Like, no, that like nothing changed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like I don't know if you're. Yeah, how serious you're being, but yeah, nothing about that finish was changed because of that that spot. Uh, it added to the drama certainly. Yeah, but I don't Dude. know. Nothing really, except the Austin one. But again, they still went to the planned finish, even against logic, de- decency, and uh, like kill again, killing the business, like making it look super phony. Like, you know, that determined to put the IC title on Austin, and he's not going to be able to defend because clearly he's not going to be able to wrestle for a while. Just fucking got dropped on his neck. He's 250 pounds. Like, can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody um, should have called, you know, yeah. that should have been the one where they said, match over, Owen retains, whatever. I don't care. Or uh, they, even if they wanted the title off, they could have say hey, we're stripping Owens for dropping the guy on the neck with an illegal move. I, I don't know. Make some shit up. Who cares? The guy's next on the line, literally. Yeah. Um, Owen sucks. But, yeah, yeah, nothing's really coming to mind there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, given some time, some folks I, can uh, chime in, like on Twitter or something. If you if you're hearing this, you know, throughout that. the week, um, hit us up on Twitter and uh, and uh, with your match, if and, and provide a link if you have it, if it's one if one's available. Like, oh yeah, 1986. Somebody, uh, you know, Flair chopped the guy in his. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. The match had to stop. I don't know. Somebody tweeted me earlier about because I I try I asked the same question as Taz. Taz has a you know a daily show. I asked Taz. Yeah. I was I wanted to call in and ask Taz the same question. And somebody uh, messaged me about like so, something happened and I and I forget what it was by now. But I thought you guys would have some great like because you guys are smart. 
anyway, um, the, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the poll you guys had, the, uh, yeah, the, about the Shinsuke. And, uh, yes. Um, I, I think I responded to it. I, or replied to it on Twitter. I don't know how these Twitter things work, but, uh, you guys, <laughs> you guys, uh, the the difference between the AJ Styles versus Shinsuke match from New Japan and the way it would be at like a WrestleMania is because of the style and the feel, mm-hmm. the title and the platform. Because I watched that match on an airplane coming back from London to Detroit, I watched that. I, I talked to you guys about this before the the airplane oh, yeah, ride with Twitter. Yep. Yeah, with the TNA guys. Everybody from TNA was on the same airplane, and I was mm-hmm. watching it on a on a phone or not a phone, but a you know a tablet. Sure. I was watching it on a tablet. Now. With WrestleMania, I'm not watching that on a tablet. You know, it's 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 a it's a well, whole you would if you were flying thing. back from somewhere and it was a bit, right. What do you mean? You can. Well, I mean, I yeah. I watch it on I my mean, tablet I, if I, I could, had. Yeah. Right. But you, what if you're a wrestling fan? You're not going to be in the air. Pay per views on his tablet while he's walking downtown. Yeah. You're not watching WrestleMania on a tablet, yeah. dude. Are you watching WrestleMania I mean, on a tablet? I mean, if it's April I mean, and you you're not at WrestleMania and you're not doing <laughs> shit and you're at a bar and they're not playing it, party you got your tablet? Fuck yeah. Dude, all right, put that on the poll. Are you watching WrestleMania on a tablet? You're I'm watching it on a, on a TV. You know. In an airplane, on a, you know, WrestleMania. Greg, can I ask you a question? I mean, as you're explaining this, how do you I'm sorry. take a, now, I, I like to think of myself as somebody who's, you know, has a bit of a social life. How do you take planes from the United States to London and back, but also prefer to eat food out of the gas station? Like, what's going on, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> Well, my mom lives in England. My mom lives in London, so I I, I okay. go there occasionally. But you know, the gas station is two blocks away. It's closer than England, so you know, <laughs> I, I went down. Good point. Makes That's sense. a great point. <laughs> <laughs> the gas station is closer. I went than down England. there. Fantastic. I I went there literally an hour ago. I went down to the to the corner store and got myself a couple couple. Things of beer and some uh, uh, burritos and whatnot, and I'm having myself a good night. But... This guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I had to enjoy my Wednesdays. You know. Yeah, I did. Got it. Uh, yeah, but my mom lives in England. I I I, I go to London sometimes, but um, I watched. Like the G one, I take every uh, January off. I take the whole all my vacations. I take them in January because I don't want to drive in the winter. 
And so I watched the G1 on my way back with all the TNA guys in the plane. And I was like, this is an awesome match. This is an awesome show and whatever. But if you're, if you're comparing Wrestle Kingdom to WrestleMania, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, WrestleMania is on a whole nother level. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, to us, but, I mean, if you were, like, at Wrestle Kingdom and you're just fucking Kregasan over in fucking Japan and you're at the fucking Tokyo Dome watching uh, fucking Wrestle Kingdom with a T-shirt on of your favorite fucking Japanese podcast dudes, uh, you're like, fuck WrestleMania. Wrestle Kingdom is where it's at. This is the prestigious thing. Right, right. Uh, I mean, it's just a matter of... Let me ask you. Let me ask you, which would you rather watch? Shinsuke versus AJ at Wrestle Kingdom? Or or, or you could even, even go uh, Okada Omega. No, you don't got to bring nobody else in or, or at WrestleMania. Which would you rather watch? I'm, at, I'm just asking. Well, I would rather watch WrestleMania because that's my granddaddy of them all. Mm-hmm. And to somebody else, even in America, that don't give a fuck about WrestleMania. We know I could call up one of them right now, and he could tell me all the latest Ring of Honor shows, who's feuding with who in PGW, and the fucking Shakarb, you know, international fucking conglomerate champion, all that. What's happening with Naroki, this guy in Japan is doing, and fucking Okada, that guy is doing, and every fucking random Japanese promotion and the big ones and won't give a fuck about what's being built, being built up. AJ ain't shit no more because he ain't wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom in front of that crowd with those competitors. So, I mean, yeah, yes, for the masses, for most of us in this in this hemisphere especially, we're this, yeah, we'd rather, and I would rather watch WrestleMania between those guys, or those guys at WrestleMania than at Wrestle Kingdom. One, it's because I already saw it. That, that tainted a little bit. Uh, but I get what you're saying, and you're you're right. For me specifically, and most people probably, uh, but not, not everybody, and not everybody in the world for sure. No, no, but that's why I voted that way. It's like yeah. I want to see it because it's a different stage, it's a different setting, it's a different – they're and they're older, and they're, they're – I, I don't want to say different because – like there's, I mean, they're still the same dudes, but they they have kind of been WWE eyes. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. As they have to be. You want to wrestle for WWE? Yeah. You better learn that formula. You better you, for for this for your own well being. And Shinsuke is already that guy that never like people don't like. I hear stories all the time. Like yeah, Shinsuke wasn't shit on house shows in Japan. Like he showed up. For the big time shows where all the people showed up and where the big money was, that's where he was Shinsuke that we see on all the YouTube clips and and the Wrestle Kingdoms and the G1 classics and all this kind of stuff. That's that guy, you know, wasn't at how and it's similar here. Like you better get WWE eyes if you're gonna think you're gonna be wrestling three times a week. One of those weeks every month being a big match. 
for sure, you know, for pay-per-views. And if you're on Raw in a big spot with something that they're like, hey, knock it out and give them hell, you know, we need we need whatever the situation might be where they just need, you know, good match, good segment, good good action, hard-hitting. So, Trev, can, yeah. I, can I sneak one question in before your screensaver pops up? I <laughs> I'm sorry. I the the VIP email uh about a month ago I I I had you guys draft a stable. Mhm. Oh yeah. And I was I was wondering if you guys cuz I have like so many ideas for like little drafts, like mini drafts between you and Rich. Would you guys like to do that once a month? Because I have one on for tonight. I mean, if, if if it's something that I have to do very little work of, and it's like you send it and provide content for me, absolutely. <laughs> All right. But, I, re- know, I really appreciate well, you guys saying my call. I don't like and to I, do more, I, than, more than think about something for a few minutes, and, and, you know, probably not. But, yeah, we could do that again. That was fun. I really appreciate you saying my call, and, and thank you. And thank you, wait, Cam. There was, wait, I had something I to you, ask man. you, uh, Craig. Shit, and, and, and because you asked that thing, I I, I, and I, I, I lost my thought. Um, oh, damn, now you know how it feels, don't you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? Is it a Cleveland thing or an Ohio thing? Oh, the mud sharks! Is it into the mud sharks thing? No, because I was fucking pissed about that last week, dude. I couldn't believe you did that to me. I was so Wait mad at you. What did I do to you? Jesus Christ! You said I said because. The one time you you said you guys looked at my profile one time on Twitter. Oh, I remember I said the shark the fucking Ohio. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh yeah, he's from Toledo. He's got something about the Toledo Mud Shark. Fucking getting a six, eight, twelve week old callback and a little joke at the fucking end of your fucking email. You made me sound like a. You made me sound like a racist asshole. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> uh, I didn't get it. And then as soon as you said it on Twitter, I was like, "Oh yeah, the mud hens." And yeah, so oh yeah, yeah, the, the Ohio mud hens. Yeah, whatever the hell. Yeah, damn it. I was at work. I had a case of lemonade in my hands. And I was stocking a show. I almost dropped that shit. I was so mad. I was like, I, I gotta go and tell Travis that I don't, I'm not ready for this shit. I don't know. Stop what you're doing. Hey. Hey. Don't be throwing around, randomly throwing around racist terms in your email then. You know. I <laughs> 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 Man, there needs to be a website. There needs there needs to be a website with all the 
friggin' racist terms that I can't say that I because I friggin' clearly don't know. <laughs> I actually wish I did actually remember like the the the, the, the joke or the line it's just fucking you know months ago. <laughs> yeah, I put right. in parentheses no. mud ends. <laughs> you know what, Travis? I'm still gonna wear your shirt at SummerSlam. <laughs> oh well, yeah, you better. I will. Love right, you guys. Uh, Craig from uh, Ohio, everybody. Damn, what was I going to ask Craig? Fuck, I hope I remember it before. Um... Oh, maybe it was about the draft. His his uh, proposed because uh... it was around that time when I was thinking about it. Come up, huh? Yeah, well, that's it's gone. Terrell's on the line. I think that's Terrell, um, but he hasn't hit one. And if he's like in the middle of something, I don't want to. Yo, Sharknado, the new Sharknado mm-hmm. movie comes out Sunday night. Sharknado Five: Global Swarming. Oh come! Oh my God! Global Swarming. <laughs> your boy John Morrison is in there. Why? Like, did you see? Did you see the Man. gif meme? Did you see the gif meme of the shark, uh, like lightly biting the other shark when it looked like they? Were, no. It was like when you go. It was like when you go to give her a kiss because it looked like the shark. One shark was about to like try to kiss the other. It's like, it's like, but she remember. Yeah. You re- but she remember. She, 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 you made her mad on May eleventh. 2011 at 8:39 p.m. <laughs> and, and she and just turned exactly away from the kiss and kind of gave him a little snip, little little shark bite and shit. <laughs> I don't know why that popped in my head, but um, uh, okay. And as I look in the group, you didn't put well, you were supposed to put something in the group. But I don't see it. Oh. What I, what I said I was going to put in Oh, there. I thought I said I was going to put it in Twitter. Was it the, the summer sale? No, it wasn't that. It was a... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll just be easy on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, me and Richard have some, some, some stuff to talk about. Um, so I've gotten, sort of kind of gotten in the Deadpool, right? Just... Not completely by accident, but because of the Secret Empire tie-in, I, I really got to read. A, oh, oh, it was one they were like, you have to read Deadpool 31, I think. And it was the one where he killed uh, uh, Phil Coulson. Spoiler alert, everybody. Um, so I'm like, yeah, so, and this was before he knew Cap was like, fuck up. But it's like he's all... You know, Cap's his guy, and he's idolized him. So even yeah, after he's turned Hydra, he's like trying to justify it in his in his head, or see like see what the deal is, but not like, hey, I got to survive this, so I can't be like, oh, I'm a rebel. I'm you know, I'm the Underground Avengers or whoever's the last group's left trying to fight Hydra Cap. Uh, but it's just a real cool book. But he's got a black daughter. And I didn't understand where I'm asking Rich, and he doesn't read Deadpool. I'm like, where did Deadpool get a black daughter from? And uh, and then and then 
33, Deadpool 33, they show her. She was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, or is a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, named something Preston. And, uh... She's like a, she's like got a synth, she's like a synthoid, synthoid. So I'm confused. So yeah, we're gonna have to have it out in the VIP. So look forward to that. And uh, all right, let's uh, bring on fellow uh, comic ed, reader, avid reader. Not particular particular fan of his his. Uh, Predictions and that kind of thing, but uh, oh, got into this thing on Facebook with this other dude named Travis yesterday, and he's like, uh, "I wish Marvel would concentrate more on their writing and editing than making milkshake trend on Twitter." Did you hear about the whole? I, I'm with, I forget what the damn hashtag was. I like mine. I'll take mine milkshake or whatever the fuck. Uh, one of the editors at at Marvel, female editors at Marvel, and a bunch of the other writers and editors at Marvel, and women there, and they, they went out for milkshakes. I'm like, hey, we're, you know, well, you know, U.S. Avengers, yeah, I don't know who they wrote for. You know, we're having milkshakes at, you know, whatever, Jim's Milkshake Hut. And, and, you know, just typical tr- Twitter troll, if you weren't having milkshakes, maybe your writing would be better, and, you know, what do you, and it was just like, what, like, it's just so benign, like, they're going out and they're having milkshakes as a work, as a staff, like, why are y'all being cunts online, and so people were like, you know, it's just, you know, they're going to come to their defense, and like, I'll take my milkshake, or whatever the fuck the hashtag was, started trending, and so he said, I, I wish they, you know, so first off, they, it's not a thing that they started, that they got trending. It was an organic thing that other people kind of, you know. But I was like, can't both be done? Like, it's not like it takes a ton of effort to, like, even if they were like, let's get this trending right now. All right, you just do it. You tweet it to a few you're famous enough or have contacts enough that you can get some people to make it go viral or at least sub-viral, whatever the next level down is, and get it trending and stuff for a little bit, but, and then go back to writing good fucking books. <laughs> so I was like, can't they do both? He's like, well, you know, depending on, he's like, you know, looking at Marvel sales, I'd say that they can or something. I don't know. I was like, well, I I guess, oh, well, he's saying he doesn't like it. And I was like, oh, I guess that's the difference. I like what they're doing, and you don't. So that's the difference. Like why them doing milkshake something would make you up feel some kind of way to post it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I enjoy anybody en- enjoying any other thing, and I'm like, well, I don't know if you do. So, anyway. So, try to stay out of those conversations, but sometimes you can't help it. And, uh, yeah, so let's, yeah, bring on a man who, uh, who, who, who tries his hardest to rope you into those, con- in, into those situations. Yeah, he does. Set you up for the, set you, <laughs> set you up for the, for the social okey doke. Uh, Drill from Georgia. Drill, what's that? <laughs> Again, God. <laughs> what do you think's going to be better? The 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 show, but the alt history show where the where the where the still slavery and the Confederate wins, or the one where it's like white man's burden. Where no, I know you didn't, but. You know, 
Not yet, anyway. Awesome. Or the one you know, uh, the Ta-Nehisi, or not because oh. the Aaron Magruder one where 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 black people have a, are racist or whatever the fuck. I don't know what that show's going to be about, but mm, which one do you like better? And why? <laughs> you know, I'm going to depend on Oh, and by the way, you know, you know they're going to kill Ironheart and Wasp and Moon Girl and all these other characters that you really love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me right there. That's me right there. I'm not letting that go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me, man. I'm sorry. Not sorry. I don't, I'm just playing. I don't know. <laughs> right. Human <laughs> <laughs> language. But how you guys doing tonight? Oh, doing all right, man. Doing all right. Yeah, man. I'm listening to you guys earlier, man. Listen. I'm calling on Craig. <laughs> uh, Craig is food right there, but um, <laughs> but um, yeah, man. And to your uh, Marvel DC thing, you know, uh, Marvel ain't nothing but a hack on DC with him. Uh, Marvel Legacy. I just wanted to say that to you, to see how you feel about it. I don't, I don't care. I'm going to read it and not read anything DC. That's well. Oh yeah, I know. I know you're not going to read anything DC because you say they um they don't show um they show everybody in soup and they no, it's soup just corny. It's just all pew pew, fly around and shoot lasers and all day on no kind of. I don't know who you're these people are. But you only go off of one, two characters that um, mostly do that, and it's only one nowadays to a, uh, to a point, and that's Batman and Superman. Um, the rest of the Justice League, a lot yes, of Yes, well, like I said, I did say Flash, things. you know, because I did read the first, like, 12 issues of the current Flash run. You know, he's a forensics guy, and they showed him in the lab, like, doing stuff. But not nearly to the point, like, of the Flash show where it's 70% them in street clothes and doing science stuff or relationship building. Put it in perspective too because when people when we get into the Marvel world, when people think of Captain America, they know that he's Steve Rogers. When people think of Iron Man, they know he's Tony Stark. So usually they say Tony Stark's Iron Man or Steve Rogers Captain America or the new cap and all of that. They, they know who these guys are. They know who they know their code names and they know their real person. When you go into DC, right. it's a difference. Most people don't know yeah. in their world that Superman is Clark Kent. Most people don't know that Bruce Wayne is Batman. And then in in reality, with those two guys, they the the costume that they play is the people who you think are their real lives. Batman, he he'd rather be Batman twenty four seven because that's who he thinks he is. He thinks he's Batman, and ba- and Bruce Wayne is the disguise that he put on for the world. Superman is Superman. Clark Kent is who he portrayed and who he thinks how he think of. I mean, I get. I, I remember the, I remember the monologue in Kill Bill too. I I mean, I get that, and it's a, it's a, it's it's directly the reason one of the reasons I don't mess with DC. I don't like that perspective. Like, I don't call, like, it's just an, like, yeah, yeah. Like, when we were, me and Cam were talking, he was uh, uh, brought up, he was like the villain in The Punisher, and I was like, Fisk? You know, I don't go to, I, was, I, I immediately go to who they are, not their 
costume name. I'm not saying, uh, oh, Kingpin. I mean, you sometimes you do. You're in a swap. But most of the time, I, I identify with the character as the person under the costume, not the costume. I'm not all like, you know, like she Carol. Yeah, I know damn Captain Marvel. You know, and then and that's a perspective that I'd rather read or whatever. Read, yeah, read from or, or read yeah, of. I, 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 I get what you're saying, but it's, it's just so when they start telling the backstory of these, uh, some of these people, like the past Flash uh, with him in reverse Flash fighting, and you got to see from both perspectives on why, on their union or their, or what, their conflict. And they told it makes the story better. Or like when you get, you know, the Joker has the Jokers, but once you hear the when once you read the Killing Joke, and you see one bad day can turn a per a person's life all the way around and make them into one of the greatest villains of all time just by having one bad day. That story be it it, it, it spotlights even more because you didn't know who the Joker was, you didn't know who he, who he was at um, before he was the Joker. Who he, his real name was, you still don't know. But all you know is that that guy who became the Joker had one bad day that turned him into what you see right now. And those, that's why I stick with DC a lot more than Marvel because 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 of those. Hey, we're going to have the same like conversation and back and forth like every like three from four months. I mean, because we we do. I mean, I know this. We've had this. It's all very familiar. <laughs> oh yeah, so, you just you just threw me in it, so I, that, I I'm, I'm past it now. No, I'm past it. Yeah. <laughs> we, no, we until, until again December when when they're having this same thing. Oh, I like it because it's less pew pew, and they're always in their costumes. Well, the perspective is, you know, and yeah. and then people will be rolling. I try, not, I try not mess with you like that, on um, trail. I, I I mess with everybody. I mess with a lot of people. I try not to mess with you like that, man. <laughs> but um, I was listening to y'all, and y'all was um, talking about um the who you would rather see, John um uh, John versus Brock, and uh Shinsuke or AJ. Um, I was with you, Trav. I'd rather see AJ and Shinsuke because I don't know what most people don't. I guess they think that Brock just totally beat the best pound-for-pound pound fighter maybe of all time. He just going there and molly-whopping or be able to stand even with him because he got 40 pounds on him. But I don't think so when you're looking at these guys, especially when you're looking at a real martial arts or mixed fighting or real fighting. Two skilled guys, whoever skills the most can beat the um, bigger person. Just like when Brock and Kurt wrestled each other and they said Kurt was out there dominating the bigger Brock Lesnar because he was a he was better at what Brock do, even though he was smaller. And right. I know Cam was saying that you might see you already know what you're gonna see with um when you look at the wrestling match, but you already know what you're gonna see in that match between those guys, you know. Brock gonna try to take him down, take um, Jones down because if he stand up with him, he gonna be destroyed totally, completely, and knocked out real fast. And 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 John is gonna keep him up, gonna keep him up on his feet, use his hands, knees, and elbow strikes that make him very dangerous because he's not gonna let this go down with this big boy. 
and play right into his game where he'll beat him. And so Brock Lesnar laying on top of him for a whole fucking round. And him trying to, no, hell no. So you already know what you're going to see when you see that fight. Uh, real real quick, do you guys know who Stephen Miller is, right, of the Trump campaign or of the Trump cabinet, uh, uh, administration? He was on there today mm-hmm. yelling at fucking uh, 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 Bob Acosta, uh, Robert Acosta. So, so Roland Scahill <laughs> tweeted out a poll, who will play Stephen Miller in the biopic, a pile of maggots, <laughs> a tub of rancid yogurt, or James Woods? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, James Woods can yeah, eat so many bags. Him, him, and, and apparently William Shatner. They can go fuck off together. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough. But we always do about James Woods. It's the Shatner that's. Oh, Shatner! Like, come on. Like, man, he's homies with Jerry Lawler. Like, why are you surprised? Man, the politics yep. that we have going on over here in America. It sounds like the heart of world war, and we being destroyed from the inside out with this guy who's yeah. on top. So right it because some of the stuff that he does is so stupid. Now he's taking the people who do affirmative action cases and and <laughs> I got racism against white people in colleges. That's some. Right. <laughs> oh no no, oh, they got they threw Asians in there too. So so it's not like they're being. Uh, so it's not like they're being completely not colleges either. They make colleges look even better because they feel like they smart, uh, smarter than the rest. So they get in easily and get all the little credit. They don't have to, they don't pay back no um they ain't paying back no loans. They ain't student loans. <laughs> the Ralph come on. <laughs> They got Sally Mae calling them every day, changing her voice. <laughs> hey, yo, can I speak to D real? Because they, they paying them off on yeah. time. But that's, that's a different oh. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> they getting they grants and all, all types of stuff. Free money. They get the free money. Easy. Oh, boy. <laughs> not good. It's not good, Darrell. It's not good. But yeah, it's ridiculous. The idea that white people are being like, I went to a school, at the school I went to, uh, you know, Tom Herman is our coach now. And Tom Herman made this, they produced this video of like the UT experience, and it was all black people. And it was the black athletes, and it was the black kids who cheer for them at games and black parties. And like somebody, like quickly was like, yo, UT is 4% black. UT is 4% black in 2017. When I went in 20, and that's including student-athletes. When I went in 2003 to 2008, it was 2% black, including student-athletes. So, like, ain't no no white person going to tell me about being discriminated against to get into school because you're literally the whole school. So, like, if you yep. can get in, like, sorry sorry for your grades. Fuck you. It's how I'm always going to feel about it. Because I know, like, I know people I grew up with who couldn't get in who looked just like me because Texas operates on a different system. Like, you literally got to be 
you know, better than most to get into these places. So I don't want to hear that bullshit. And you should know how no, I went to the rock line. It's the Chris Rock line where on his block the black people are like him, Mary J, and Jay Z, but the white people are just yeah. like, you know, fucking Bob the dentist fucking and dentist. fucking. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking dick. Yes. Well, and is he the best fucking shit. dentist? Probably not. Like Jay Z's the best no, rapper. The Chris Rock is arguably yep. like the best comic, you know, modern. And Mary J is, you know, Queen of Soul or whatever the fuck hip hop soul. You go for Beyonce, but I did. But it was before they were like married, so you couldn't say it. But yeah. No, no, no. I think the joke was Mary J, right? Because it was. She lived there. (laughs) It was Beyonce. But it's all good. (laughs) But I got a um, question for you guys. A a really a topic. Uh, I because I I heard I heard Bruce say um, this about. About this, so I'm gonna phrase it a different way and see what you guys think. First, I'm gonna read you. Uh, I'm gonna ask you this question, and this is gonna go to basketball, but it's gonna relate to uh, wrestling. LeBron James. Okay, do everybody know his resume with the seven straight NBA Finals? He won three, lost five. The King, they call him King James, best player in the NBA. So so much and so much. So if I tell you he wins two more titles, do that? Do you think those two titles boost his popularity or uh, boost him even higher in the sport, or does uh, his popularity and things stay the same? And those two rings are well, just going ask, back to find us twice. Let me ask you, Darrell. Are we? Is the question popularity or is the question all-time ranking? Right, because popularity is so subjective. It's harder to get more popular. Oh, no, I mean, but, you know, even if it's subjective, he literally can't be any more popular. Yeah, right. right. That's, that's what, what, that's what I'm saying. saying. It's popular. It's or, popular or have any more visibility to get more eyes, to get more popular. Like, that's the only way you get more popular is if you're open to a new market that didn't know you existed. So unless they're, like, you know, opening up somewhere in, like, I don't know, East Africa, and I'm sure, like, Freaking Eritreans and Somalians and Ethiopians know who LeBron fucking James is on some, you know, <laughs> some uh, some percentage. Uh, so so if it's all time like greatness and stature and legend and all that, of course, adding two championships. Oh wait, did you say getting winning two chips or getting to two more finals? Yeah, winning two, uh, winning two more chips, winning two more chips. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, and it bolsters the greatest. Oh. I mean. You know, nine finals appearances and and four, what would it be four or five rings at that point? That's pretty tremendous. It'll be, it'll be, it'll Three be and five, seven is five. to me fucking amazing, and going to seven straight like as, as, the fact that people use that as like a as some as a as a weapon against him. <laughs> Mike Jordan didn't go to seven straight. Fuck, God fucking damn. Talking about LeBron James right now. Bill went to a level. Bill Russell went to a level, and he's not seen as um, top five of all time. So going to the percent, and he won, and he won more, and he won what ten? He won ten, and only lost one. So Bill, but he was, but he was playing 
he was playing the mailman and the garbage man. And I don't mean Carl Malone and like Duke the Dumpster. And like, he was playing in fucking like black and white. I'm just saying, like, who, who's alive to argue Bill Russell's fucking uh, case? They, they're alive, but you ain't listening to them because they're 70 years old. They Bill Russell age yeah. or older. But no. And you like whatever old head the game and the game that had four five generations since your day like get out of here with that Bill like Bill Russell and most most more like more than likely would get dominated now just because he wouldn't be strong enough like Ooh, <laughs> like I don't know about old that. heads don't want to hear that they don't want to you know but it's just a fact I, I can't say that because you got to say he played against the most perfect player of all time and Will Taylor Will Taylor still in the top five of all time in anybody book. So 
Yeah. If if you treat them of the same era, definitely not. If you treat them as post LeBron, they can be the best of the next generation. But because they aren't gonna have like because it took KD what nine years to win a championship, um, and it took now it didn't take Steph that long, but um, it's it's always gonna be viewed as they're they're a part of these crazy talented teams. Um, KD joining one and Steph being drafted late, whereas LeBron was his team in in different eras for LeBron was that team when he was still playing in high school. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. like, I mean, Darrell, there's smarter people than me who would say they're of the same era, and if they say that, I have to go with that. So, yeah. I wouldn't say they're the same era because I think they usher, uh, usher him out of uh, of his dominance. Well, you might think he's that would King be my James, and like people say he's the king without a crown because don't nobody fear him no more. You got, especially since you got those two guys, and, and even before KD got there, you could tell that Steph wasn't, no, uh, wasn't scared of LeBron at all. Yep. Okay. And you got to be scared of Coming to go to State. Coming to go to State. You got to be scared of somebody to lose to him. Oh, yeah. You don't got to be scared, but uh, like, like with Jordan. Jordan beat people before on the, before he got on the court because a lot of players were afraid of Jordan. They, they knew what he could do, and they knew he would do it, and they knew he could, they could stop him. And his will made people afraid. That's why you see a lot of those great players in those eras, like the um, Charles Barkley, the Patrick Ewing, and stuff like that, never hardly get a ring because when it's time for them to really step up against Jordan, they stepped down a couple of steps. They were still good, but they weren't great like how they were against other people. And you've seen that with somebody like Steph. And you can say coming to Golden State gave KD even more confidence to do what he had to do to help them win and go a little bit over. But my whole my whole saying is all together is because I asked you guys that question because I hear, like I heard Bruce say, um, they they say they setting up WrestleMania for Roman Reigns to finally get his coronation, which he has already had three already. He has already had three coronations. Every um, mania that he has headlined before was the talk of this finally going to be his coronation to finally be accepted and be over over. That all the fans accept that he's the man. This is his final time. From the first Brock Lesnar match all the way to the Taker match. Now they're saying it all over again for the fourth year in a row. My question was, when you look at a person whose resume is three-time WWE champion, headline WrestleMania three years in a row, been pushed as a man for five years, what does Beating Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, does that finally put him over? Uh, popularity go up? Uh, will fans finally accept that he's the man? Or does it just add something to the paper of the paper of his stat, and he's still the same person? Uh, well, can, I, can I answer your question with a question? Yes. How how annoyed are you and Willis? And the internet and me too. 
are you going to be when Roman Reigns wins the Universal title and WrestleMania, and before the fireworks go off, the tag team champions, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, come down to fist bump him, and they celebrate together. Oh, I'm I'm not gonna be annoyed. I'm gonna <laughs> I was I just want to see how the crowd and the fans take it. That's gonna be the uh, no, no, the action. I'm saying that to say. Hey, I'm saying that to say I can see WWE laying it on that thick and it just trying to mitigate the, the booze. Annoyed. <laughs> yeah, just all oh, his buddies come down and it's a Shield reunion, and oh, I can just see it. Um. No, it's, like, and Darrell, you're right, like, it's, of course, like, it's good for him that he has this competition, and guys like Joe and Strowman are keeping him on his toes, but there's nothing in the cards to convince me that he's all of a sudden going to get this crazy, you know, fan support and cheers for this great thing that he does. Like, it's, we've never seen this, And, and maybe some... Somebody will correct me historically, but I can't think of so many starts and stops with a main eventer. Like, you look at Rock. Rock debuted WrestleMania 13, right? Yeah. By Survivor Series after WrestleMania 14, Rock was a made man. Go to Cena. You know, like Rock was was that dude. Like, John Cena uh, basically didn't have a match. At WrestleMania, well, he didn't have a match WrestleMania 19, right? 19, yeah. John Cena was yeah. the man, U.S. title John Cena prior to WrestleMania 20. You know what I mean? Like, and when I say the man, like he had a positive upswing, and people understood the trajectory he was on, but people were still fucking with him. Like, this doesn't happen. At least, it certainly doesn't happen in the modern era. A guy with this many starts and stops, and like, I just don't see why people would come around for any reason because, again, we said Roman's match quality isn't bad. So whoever he fights at WrestleMania, it's going to be a good match, but the problem isn't what happens during the match. It's everything that happens outside of the bells is what pisses people off. So, I don't know. Like, it's... I think they're going to do everything in their power, including having a mean supporting cast, because when you're... When your lead artist isn't great, what do you do? You get a bunch of hot-ass features. And they're going to have mad features on their Roman album. But, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's going to be anything different. And that's, what they do, and that's what they're doing right now because I ask people to look. Um, he hasn't carried a segment one-on-one by himself. He put me out there with segments with, with other people stand out. Like, I was hearing people talk about the couple of lines that he said when it was him, Joe, it was him, Joe and Brock Lesnar in the ring. But... They'll say, yeah, he did good, but then they'll turn around and talk about how Joe was phenomenal and Joe Joe stole the scene and what Joe and Brock did. I'm saying if you took Joe out of that situation like uh, before, right before he came out, they couldn't even get Roman and Brock couldn't even have a time or a chance to even do anything because the fans were already turning on it. Joe saved that segment and made everybody look good. And when you start looking at it, it's it, it, he a net neg he a net negative right now because he's not making the segment look good. And then you're going to give him that win, and you could tank your um tank your already going down ratings. Because again, I ask you guys again, 
what what do we say next year if they down to a one point four, one point five, a one point five or one point four? And we are going into the sixth year of the push of the main push. And I can't and I and I'm not saying let's blame Roman. My whole thing, especially these past couple of months, is we gotta blame a man, a scared Vince man. Even though they tried to say I was crazy because I called Vince scared. I'm not talking about scared as in who I'm hiding in my closet scared. I'm talking about scared of change or scared of trying something different. Because for the past five, ten years almost, Vince ain't been the booker that people uh, talk about, that the booker who bet it all on WrestleMania, uh, the, the guy who had the change in the Attitude Era. Because if you really look at the booker that Vince McMahon is, Vince is the booker from 90 to 95. That's what that's how he likes the book because he book, he's been booking that way ever since the Attitude Era. That's how he's been booking. So he's not that Attitude Era booker. He's not even he's not even the guy who just risked it all on WrestleMania because then he took a bunch of guys who was getting popular in the um, – in the territory system and just put them together and bet it all that he could get them hyped enough because they was already getting hyped in different parts of the country. So they drew in whoever they got. So that's my whole argument. That's why I don't I no longer have any need for Roman or anything like, like a person like Willis or something like that. I don't see it Roman because I see that he, he put on good matches and he do this and he do that. And I don't care if he go heal, heal, he get back with the shield, whatever. As long as you have him on the top of the card and you pushing him the way Vince pushing him, because if he, even if he go heal, he probably not gonna lose. He probably not gonna lose. He gonna keep winning. He's just winning in cheap, cheap ways, and fans gonna still resent that, and they gonna continue to slowly drop off. Cause I think people want to see about. They want to see the masses leave, um, leaving when people say, well, if you don't like Roman, just leave. Don't say nothing. Or you don't like how Vince pushing, just leave. Well, no, that don't make no sense. That's something stupid. That's stupid. I don't like Donald Trump. Don't mean I should leave America because he'll be gone before I leave this planet. His presidency reign will be gone. The reign of Roman Reigns will potentially be gone also. Or the reign of Vince will potentially be gone anyway. So I, I I like I like wrestling. I like eighty percent of it. I'm not gonna let twenty percent drive me away. So I'm gonna just offer my opinion. It, it don't matter if it's not heard or not, but I'm still gonna offer it because I don't want to keep all that pressure on my chest. Like some people that eventually snap and go postal. You gotta get it out. <laughs> I'm gonna let it go. Yeah, I'm gonna just let it go and go on by my day. <laughs> So and that's one of the stupidest stuff uh, statements I ever hear people say. If you don't like, well, then just leave and then show them that way. No, I'm gonna just say what I have to say and just keep moving on. Uh, scared power man, do something like that. You run away when just because you feel like you ain't being heard. And I you know, y'all see, see you the train crash. Y'all see like Dick Charlie Flair in the ring? Yeah, nah, I'm not watching. <laughs> and um, one other thing about NXT, um, you see Amber Amber Moon hit um, Oscar with the Eclipse. In my book, that means she losing that takeover. You know, I, I just turned it on because I heard it. We can vote. I, I, I turned it on yeah, to see the uh, see uh, 
uh, Roddy run up on uh, Bobby Roode and demand a match, but Regal's like, my hands are tied. You know, so I like the fact that he's like, okay, triple threat. You know, none of that bullshit. Yeah, I like that also. Oh, man, she is. I like, I even like the little stomach jiggling a little bit. She ain't got to be all super tight for me. Yeah, she looks like Charlotte, though. She looks like a thick Charlotte. But, yeah, man, that's that's what I was on to ask you guys. That just was a question burning. And then um, I was listening to Wade them. Uh, and then I heard Bruce say that and just go ahead and set set it up and let Roman win. And I'm like, and like that's going to add something to him, like finally coordinate him when he already had three coordinations already. So what's the fourth one going to do? <laughs> I don't think no, no. Redo and just hope people accept it this time, which they're not. I mean, that's, that's the that's the, the frustrating part is, like, we know six, seven, eight months from before it even happens how the crowds are going to respond to it. <laughs> and you run the risk if they do <laughs> your idea or your fear and have Seth and, or Cam, you have Seth and, and, and the newly won, the new tag champs come down and uh, Seth and Dean and do that. You're, 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 you're risking having the crowd turn on them. Like in the wrong rub, getting absorbed. <laughs> they get the rub from Roman. Nobody want that rub. Yep. And then again, that's why I asked. What do you say after that? You done engage in the coordination. That means you don't burn through everybody. And they already talk about how they burn through people nowadays, and then try to build them up later. Once you do this fourth coordination. Unless you have a totally new talent, like somebody like Kenny Omega come around and lift up your product, you have somebody to go go to who on deck to come up and hit clean and clean up for you and clean up or get you a run or two or get you back going because you don't burn through everybody. So it's a way to go to a 1.5 or even a 1.3 year. For your TV, now you're looking, now you're stuck because that's a move you should have made this year right here. And that goes to what y'all was talking about with Joe. With some more Joe, um, I think they should make the move with Joe and just build up a bunch of baby faces to go against Joe. Um, oh, there you go. Is that Darrell? Yeah, definitely. I'm still in here. Uh, okay. Well, Darrell, your joint's been a little crisply, a little crackly the whole time, so I thought we just kind of lost you. Uh but then Cam wasn't saying nothing. Can you all hear me? I guess that's the question I need to yeah. answer, have answered. Okay, okay. You're fine. So, all right, well, we're, we're going to wrap that up. Uh, all right, screen saver pop. Later, man. <laughs> Fucking Craig. <laughs> um, oh, shit, a Tommy coming out to talk to that hot shit. You can be humble. All right, we're going to our uh, non-VIP email we got this week from Kyle over in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Missouri. Uh, Kyle chimes in.
don't disrespect him. Anyway, Kyle chimes in. Hey, guys, so how about that triple threat match? It was very good. Then they throw away a three-hour – wait, then they throw away hour three. Oh, yeah, it was – yeah, what the fuck was that about? I didn't understand – I thought something was going to come out of that match, like some kind of big angle or that they would have to hash out for the next, or some kind of inconclusive finish in a triple threat even, that they would have to hash out for for the next hour. I thought that's why it was positioned that way. But then to just have like a regular finish, Reigns pins Joe, and then you just have like kind of, a, like you said, a bullshit third hour. And Bailey gets hurt in that third damn hour. Yeah. Unfortunate. I mean, but not, you know, unseen. Un, you know, nobody not like this was unseen, or you couldn't tell. Think didn't think this might happen sooner, sooner than later. Yep. Yeah. Um. This is horrible. So they just did. So did they just say Lesnar's winning with the whole I'll leave angle? I don't they know. The opposite, personally. Yeah. It totally could be an excuse for, you know, or a, a, a launch point for when he loses. Because yep. to say we'll leave if he loses, because Heyman's promo was even like he turned on a dime and he was so upset. You, 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 there's a conspiracy. You're trying to take the title off of Lesnar. You're going to, you know, and we're going to leave if he loses, but he's not going to lose. And he's going to, I was like, okay. That wasn't the best, uh, like, transition to, uh, I think he went in the wrong order. I don't know. I, I just wasn't convinced, you know, and Heyman's usually, you know, a lot better with the details and stuff. So it was a little odd, but I just thought, yeah, oh, shit, Lesnar might lose Wednesday. But also, is is my whole thing was Joe's going to lose to uh, – Joe's uh, Roman's going to uh, pin Joe. And that would have been his – remember, because Joe's 2-0 yeah, against them. I don't think I think Brock's losing, but I don't think Brock gets pinned or submitted. Um, right, but uh, if Joe wins because you know they're you know the way they do their uh, the way they do their booking, having Joe, you would think Joe's going to win now. So if Joe's going to yeah. win now, who's he going to pin? He ain't going to pin Braun. He's not going to pin Brock. I, I guess they well, continue with Braun? the. Why wouldn't why wouldn't Roman spear Braun and Joe get the pin? Yeah, I mean, I, like, just don't I think, think Braun is Braun is as close to Teflon as they have. Like he can lose, and then he comes back and because he uh, doesn't lose, throws your own mother at you, and you know, then he's then he's Braun again. Yeah, I guess. Chews up a baby, spits the baby at you, you choke, and then he yells. That's what he do. Oh, the sexual thing turned into the cocaine charge. I thought it was the opposite. 
I thought they were looking for coke and found dealing with different. dudes or inappropriate shit on his phone. <laughs> I guess this way, whatever. Like whatever. I was already a scumbag. Now you know I do coke. Big deal. <laughs> I guess it's all bad. <laughs> yeah, there's some snitches of their job. No, that was some that was some creative editing they had to 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 show uh to show a Tommy getting heel kicked by Aleister Black. <laughs> was it the most solid spinning heel kick? I had to cut that a little bit. A little bit. Kyle continues, SmackDown was much better. Great promo from the Usos. Great promo by the Usos. That yeah. was like, I was very happy. It was one of those things where I was absolutely A-OK. Who's that that everybody's going crazy over? Oh, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly about to take that L. Come back in three months as uh, Kyle Lewandowski, son of uh, mm-hmm. what's his name in the Trump campaign, <laughs> Corey, Corey Lewandowski. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but the Usos promo was like, yeah, this is something that. You know, when you're embarrassed to have something wrestling on, wrestling related, and it's just, ugh, why people got to be around? You know, why they got to be cutting this promo or having this segment when company's over or when somebody mm-hmm. came to, you know, this was like, yeah. Because the setup beforehand and everything, and they came out and played the shit out of your audience, and then, yeah, cut that vicious promo. Like, yeah, that was definitely a highlight of a really good show. Uh, how do you feel about yep. Nakamura getting the title shot? And do you think a Bailey heel turn could help her? Just some talking points. Have a great show. Um, I mean, I'm glad he got the shot, not John Cena. <laughs> I mean, what do they do? Have Jinder Mahal beat John Cena? Or have John Cena win? Or have John Cena win and get cashed in on so his 16th and 17th title runs mean fucking nothing. I'm here for it. Kyle no, Riley, no. Um, to... Man, John, John Cena versus Roman Reigns, WrestleMania, boy. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar at all with Kyle O'Reilly? Because I'm not. I've never seen him wrestle before. Yeah. yeah. I know O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ow! Yeah. Yo, what what kind of matches is that they're having? They're like <laughs> really trying to like shoot on each other. What's happening? Yo! <laughs> Yo! Look at these moves, these, these. What are they doing? Just crazy shit? No, it's just like they're 
wrestling back and forth on the mat. Submission, you know, it's not Angle Benoit smooth, but it's like rougher. It's like more of a, you know, not cooperating <laughs> Angle Benoit type catches catch can. Like, can't even call it catch. It's like catches Muay Thai can. I mean, it's like MMA kind of catches catch can. It's really interesting. They're being really rough with each other in their holds and their and their you know, takedowns and I can see the setup for this match. It's all technical, it's all these wrestling holds, 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 and then Alistair gets that spinning roundhouse in and that's the finish. That'd be that'd be really awesome. Like just eight minutes of just grappling, headlocks, takedowns arm bars and triangles and then roundhouse kick. Okay, see Kyle just threw a forearm and then some kicks to the chest. Oh! Yeah, you need to, yeah, go out of your way to watch this. This is And uh, could a Bailey heel turn, could a Bailey heel turn help her? I say no. I say they need to focus on getting her character right. The baby face, yeah, yeah. Bailey heel turn is something that you need to be thinking about. And, and yeah, 20, the, the yeah. issue isn't Bailey's 20. character; it's the people writing for her. Like she's fine. That's what will help her. People writing her to not look like an asshole. Mm-hmm. That, that's what she needs. Not that to be. She doesn't and have having, to be different. She needs to be better produced. And having a big lady drop her on her arm and put her out for months. Mm-hmm. So let's hope that maybe the injury freshens her up when she comes back. You know, the end of the year. So, uh, yeah, and in the women's division on either show can't you know really take hits like that to their top you know top talent for months at a time. Mm-hmm. They just don't have the bodies. Like if you see next week, all of a sudden a uh, renewed Alicia Fox push. Not with it's it. Probably, yeah, it's because they just it's probably on that show, right? Dana, Dana Brooke, Emma. Yeah, yeah, Dana Brooke, cause she's a baby face, and they they lost the baby face. So Dana Brooke gets a win over Alicia Fox next week. Book it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Appreciate the uh, email, Kyle. As always. And uh, and Mark, just chime. Let me check the phone. Yeah. You know what? You know what I want to do since I talked him up earlier? Give me one. Hope he picks up. Since he'll never call us no more. 
This is the voicemail of Matthew Harris. Please leave a message. Thank you. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, send him a text. That was me. <laughs> East Coast cast, motherfucker. Grandson has a favorite character in wrestling. Who does? You hear me? Sonya, her grandson. I think it's something really special. Her grandson is three years was three years old at the time. Tell him, Sonya, uh-huh. please. And who does he like? He likes Nakamura. He does the interest from Nakamura. He does it just <laughs> like him. Oh, he does him and he just do the whole thing. It's just so cute. We're gonna need that. We're gonna need a clip of that uploaded or put posted to the East Coast Cast Twitter. We're gonna need that. Get on the on the Tom Pollard, uh, Twitter account tomorrow. And if you could put him in like some red pants, that'd be that'd be even better. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> what what makes it so special? He was three years old. So yeah, it's crazy. And this, what, and this is huh? No, go ahead. At three years, it blew me away because I had never seen it either. And for him to just select Nakamura out of everybody, the John Cena's, the Roman Reigns, anybody, he picked that guy. And it just, I just, I, I'm still blown away to this day because how did he select him? And then, I mean, mimic it all the way. He got up on the couch and bent back, you know, found him a way to bend back like Nakamura and everything all the way in. He moves the couch in place to make sure he can do it. I mean, I saw this with my own eyes. I was just blown away. Now, I was been waiting to tell you guys about this. I mean, he moved the couch in a position where he can actually mimic like he's in the ring. Maybe he should wrestle if he can move a couch. He's three. <laughs> He puffed the pillows. You know, he puffed the pillows. I'm sorry. He puffed the pillows, but it's just it's something very something. It's very special to see, and that just show you the charisma this guy has that he mesmerizes everybody. What's that? Don't tell. Don't don't send it to the Twitter uh, to the East Coast Cast Twitter. Send it to WWE t- Twitter. Maybe then they'll uh, like you know what? Yeah. I just want you guys to take on that that a three year old picks up like that. I mean, it's just, you know, it's right. But it, 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 it just shows you how hard they work around. But everybody, you know, the ones they want to get to the next generation, they already have one that, but they're not focused like that. But they're just focused on getting Roman Reigns over. But it just shows you organically. 
your, your yeah, that's the, the real. Yeah. Will, will, that's, that's, all all the guys, all the three year olds, all the Sonyas, all the that's where it was. This is about that's, that's where that's that's the yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just not working with Road Rage. It's about hating on Roman Reigns. My goodness. No, but that's, uh, I have to keep um, You know, I'm going to really get one in. You know, I'm going to always get one in. And the last thing I want to hear is what he said about they getting the tag team to those two. And, you know, he gets the, the title. And, then, and to make sure that he's over, they present you with, hey, we put Shield back together. Please love Roman Reigns. Oh, you motherfuckers. So, wait, so where is this coming from? Like, Oh, or are you still just going by what Cam said? Or the Cam, did you hear that somewhere? Or? That's the last thing I would no, think. No, no, no. And, and I'm scared. They that's might just you making stuff like up, that. right? Or did you hear something? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, no this I'm is all it up, and I'm hoping that it's not true. Are they doing well, us so talking about it might speak into existence, so maybe we should shut up. Oh, God, don't tell me that. We absolutely. Listen, we're, we're taking all the credit for uh for Jason Jordan being Kurt Angle's son. We know we did that. Absolutely. Did. Yeah. That's y'all. <laughs> and the idea that it was that the reaction to Gabriel, uh, Gable would have been a better select, a better choice. It's like, you people are idiots. Yep. <laughs> like, no. So do we want more? Want Two more years ago, people saying that talk? Gable was uh, Kurt's son. No. Shut the fuck up. It works because it's organic and, you know. Did you see Smack and Talk fraternity test? Smack and Talk fraternity test. Oh, no. You haven't seen it yet. Dave Bryan, I guess the other one. Oh, wait, no, no, no. That was the first one where he was like, I'm your father. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did they do any more? Did they do any more yet? I don't know. I didn't see it. I think they said it's canceled already, like. Oh. <laughs> like, how you cancel a tout? <laughs> which, oh, which we made a big deal out of last week, but that was the part of the joke. Like, when he says tout, like, he was being a clown, like, yeah, because tout don't exist. Like, when I was like, I swore tout went out of business, because it, it did. Because <laughs> it's gone. That was just Brian being, being a smartass, like, thanks, tout. Like, what? It's on Twitter. <laughs> Brian is Yo, Kyle O'Reilly and, and Alistair Black are having a fucking hell of a match. Good Lord. They're still going? Wow. Yeah. I mean, they're beating the hell out of each other, too. Like, it's evolved from the catch-his, catch-his MMA can to a slugfest featuring feet. Hmm. So, Kyle O'Reilly throws a good kick, too. Can I, I have a question? Who's the other four horsemen? Uh, women of four, the uh, women four horsemen from? Is it from? I don't know, no, no, only no Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Ronda oh, Rousey, homegirls, okay. whoever they are. Yeah. Oh wow. I don't know them women. Boy, did you watch? Uh, did you watch UFC? Sunday, Saturday. Do you, you watch UFC? Not anymore, no. Not really. So yeah, so Cyborg had her first big fight. I don't know what nobody's gonna do with that girl, man. It's, ugh, she's just bigger than everybody else, like substantially. Like it's just her physique is different. Ooh, she just beasted somebody. It was not, 
not what I expected, but exactly what I expected, because I figured she'd be washed up. The lady she fought was like 10-0-1 in her last 10 fights, and she cleaned her up. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Might go look that and up. we'll never get that Cyborg Ron, Ron, uh, Rousey fight, because right. they said Ronda Rousey would probably retire, because, you know. That's crazy. It'd be no division yeah. if it wasn't for her. She, like, burnt out that quick. Like, that's... Can't take a loss, man. Not everybody can deal with losing. Yeah. That's absurd. Yeah. Ain't she seen that damn new Gatorade commercial? <laughs> like, what, like seriously, like, what fuels your fucking all that? Defeat. Even, oh, yeah, I've seen that yeah. commercial. Jordan was in it, too. Jordan was in yep. it. Matt Ryan was in it. They used him perfectly so, right there. It would have been nice if she would have came Woo! back. But that's, that's it. Couldn't take it. One, two, so, three. is WWE going to get her? WWE going to get what? Oh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. And she learned how to fucking wrestle. I don't see her like... <laughs> I don't know. Hey, hey, they got they finally got the non-wrestling... Um, Entity, you know, they tried with the other girl, and she just couldn't get over. They slipped Lana in. Lana cannot wrestle. Wait, who couldn't get over? Uh, the one with the red hair. The the red hair. Remember, they kept trying to get it. Get, oh, you know, get her over. Marie. Yeah. So they finally got up them one a non wrestling woman, which is Lana. Yeah. Well, even Marie was. Actually, a better wrestler than Lana, <laughs> 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 and finer, and had a better gimmick, and was more interesting. I can't wait so. to see these new girls that's coming up with the girl with the long hair that she uses as a whip. Have you seen her? I can't remember her name, but her hair. Oh, I can't remember her name either. But yeah, she's the one I'm looking forward to in the May, or I'm cheering for in the May Young Classic. <laughs> yeah, there. And she can lift mm. the weights. I, I I looked her up. Mm. And she had a YouTube video and she out out lifting the men. I was like, damn. They in the background lifting like she is, and she just Wait, amazing. Out lifting what? Like she ain't like look some. Up, look up her, her first. She got. A, I, I'll send it to you. But it's some videos she got on YouTube. Her channel. Where she's lifting weights and she's doing something, but the okay. men doing doing the same thing in the background as she's doing it, but she's just doing it faster and more times than them. Yep, I was like, dang, okay. Because her right. first match was, I think of her qualifying match is up there too. So that's got to be. So when do you girls? Why haven't I seen any commercials for it? Mm. I know. I haven't really seen all of that advertising leading up to it. Damn. Well, they they just had the whole, like, hey, we're doing this thing, conference, and then, like, that's it. Like, where's is, is so, why is there no excitement for this? Like, I don't get it. Like, they're not even, like, trying to fake it or force it. They're just not doing anything. Mm-hmm. 
I don't get it. So, anyway. All right, Boris. Good to, good to catch up with you, man. Talk to you later. All right. All right, man. <laughs> Shinsuke, three-year-old Demora. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shinsuke Toddler Mora. Toddler Mora. <laughs> you don't need that video, though. You got to be those. Moving couches. Um, all right, where are we? Oh, well. Looks like, uh, looks like that's it with the caller. So, uh, in the last five minutes, any, uh, <clears throat> any topics we didn't cover? Anything off the beaten path? No, really on your mind or been on your mind? Um, yeah. Again, SmackDown, really, really strong stuff. Um, we know everything that's kind of at stake come uh come SummerSlam as far as uh as far as Raw goes. Um not not too much. Um I'm trying to think of anything else. Like I said, we got together, we both, you know, saw the UFC, we saw and damn John Jones is just so dominant. Like it's amazing that Cormier just dominated that division while John Jones was gone, and he has nothing for John Jones. There's such a gap between first and second. Um, I don't know. Other than that, I think we're about where we need to be. In the um, – I can't believe that. It was almost a sentence. Any Global Force Wrestling news? Yeah, no. Not, yeah, not particularly. We're still waiting to see how, how they're uh, – how their main event situation kind of plays out as they sort through some things. Um, not, not particularly. Oh uh, yeah. No, if you're if you're listening to this, um, I think it's five o'clock our time, so six five central. Be sure to call into the uh, to the live cast. Listen to Rich's uh, deep dive being week three uh, this coming week. Is is this the week he's talking Saturday. about, Ernie, Ernie Lad? Is this yeah. the early last week? Because last week was the progress week. Yeah. yeah. So get slapped, get 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 uh, audibly slapped by a rich fan in the presence of your mother. <laughs> no, seriously, I go like prep for the, listening to to uh, Rich's show, which I actually finally gave a after two weeks gave a uh, uh, gave a listen to, and he just you know just. Such a professional, it like kind of makes me mad that he's that he's as good as he is. But he does do a bunch of damn podcasts and Bill stuff, so it's not like he's off guy off the street and you know all of a sudden got the uh, got the chops and, and for for something. But you know he's put his put his time in and paid his dues for sure. Um, but but peep, uh, go to YouTube and just get lost in the Ernie Lad hole. Seriously. Promos, even his matches, they weren't great, but you know, just because of the time, and you know, he was six nine with barely any knee cartilage, and you know, nineteen seventy eight and eighty two and whatever. So, uh, so yeah, so so check out Ernie Ladd. I've 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 fallen into those uh, into those YouTube holes. Oh, Sis just got back to me. You called my bed. I usually sleep from four thirty to nine before work. 
Really? Right? He's like, wait, what? Wait, no, what was worse was he he was able to sleep through the call, right? Like, not like, like he probably sensed it, like, mm, but was able to, like, fight through it and stay asleep. And then it was the follow-up text that probably was like, motherfucker, who, huh, what? <laughs> God damn it, I fought through the damn call, but <laughs> couldn't make it through the text. Um, uh, anyway. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think if there was any, like, little... Oh, all the guys that I wrote about in my article last week, I wrote an article about three talent that I think could be, could have a really... In three years, we could be talking about them, like, man, where where did these guys come from? And as far as, like, making money and being main or semi-main event talent, and that was uh, Cedric Alexander, Chad Gable, and Aiden English. And... Uh, and 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 as you probably noticed, I'm not gonna, I'm going to be on the Aiden English uh, bandwagon for the foreseeable future. <laughs> so he's uh, yeah, I've locked in, and uh, yeah, Aiden English are bust, uh, and all of them got big, relatively big wins. But uh, the week after I write that article, so um, I'm assuming WWE read my article and read my column, and we're like, you know what? I think this guy's got a point. He's right. So yeah. So yeah. So uh, so that does it for for us here on the live portion. Uh, Cam, I appreciate your time and your effort as always. Uh, you free folks, we'll get at you next week. Same place, same time, same channel. Uh, you VIPers, stay tuned or, or click click over, I should say, to. Uh, the VIP portion, Rich and I, we're going to talk a little, little Deadpool, uh, whatever else is, whatever else he's reading. Not a ton, n- not, not a ton came out this week. Uh, no Secret Empire stuff came out, so, uh, so we'll just, uh, yeah, so we got some VIP emails, get those in if, uh. If you're still hearing my voice live, East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. If you want to hear your email in the uh, in the VIP portion, and um, yeah, we'll probably talk some more Shinsuke and Cena, and maybe uh, a deep dive preview. And uh, yeah, so that does it for us. Um, yeah, we'll get at y'all next week. We're out of here. <laughs>